What's going on everyone? Welcome back to Crypto Kings. My name is Jason and today we'll be diving into Richard Hart's newest project, Pulse Chain. What is it? When will it launch? Snapshot phase? Speculation on where it can go? An inside price prediction from one of the OG admins? And a brush of an exciting development that has leaked? Stick around until then because you're going to want to hear it all. First and foremost though, I'd like to give a huge shout out to one creative person for making that amazing intro video. Show him some love in the comments. If you need some graphic designs done, get in contact with this man. You will not be disappointed. As well, gotta give a huge shout out to another subscriber, Brian Scott, for gifting me this sick hat. It says, not financial advice. Now, it's important to note that again, is I will be sharing some price predictions for educational purposes. Nothing in life is certain, and your financial plays are based on your own diligence and choice. That being said, let's dive in. All right, we'll start by going over the 101 basics of Pulse Chain. If you're already familiar with Pulse Chain, feel free to jump ahead to the deeper analytics, speculation, price prediction, and that exciting new development I'll be talking about later in the episode. But for everyone else, welcome to Pulse Chain, the official website for the Pulse Chain Network. Now, right off the bat, we do see that it is energy efficient, cheaper, faster, and a fee-burning Ethereum fork. Next, it starts going into some details about the sacrifice stage and the volume multiplier. But that all has to do with the ICO, the initial coin offering, which is a pre-release round of investment period prior to the launch. That time has already passed and the sacrifice stage has ended, so we'll be jumping right into the goals. Now, goals of Pulse Chain. Right off the bat, the first one is to increase Ethereum's value. Ethereum's fees will be lowered by sharing its load. By forking the Ethereum blockchain, Pulse Chain will have a large shift in crypto investors move over to the new platform for upgraded features such as faster transactions and significantly lower gas fees, which we'll dive into more into this video. It's gonna enrich Ethereum users. PulseChain will re-enable priced out use cases. Instead of launching empty, PulseChain bridges the Ethereum system state and ERC20s. This rewards holders and founders of Ethereum-based projects. So PulseChain is airdropping all ERC20 users, which ERC20 are coins built on top of the Ethereum blockchain. They're gonna be airdropping them one-to-one -one versions of their coins on the Pulse Chain network at Snapshot. This will bring in immediate adoption of the new network as current investors can use their new coins immediately, liquidate old bags, and have larger stakes on a better network. Next we see it's gonna enrich ERC20 and NFT users. The launch of Pulse Chain is the largest airdrop in history. Thousands of Ethereum-based tokens and NFTs receive their free Pulse Chain versions. This new gold rush contains a value discovery of thousands of tokens and NFTs on Pulse Chain. If you've always wanted to be a whale in a certain ERC20 or NFT, maybe now you can. It's easy to use. Your MetaMask wallet just works. You only have to change a single setting to access Pulse Chain. Ethereum holders can transact for free with Freemium Pulse. It's an easy process getting your MetaMask wallet access to Pulse Chain's network. Now don't forget to subscribe 
turn those notifications on as I'll have a video posted on how to do so with the current testnet server here in the upcoming series. Lower pulse chain fees and serve more users. Pulse chain increases the throughput of Ethereum four times by using three second block times. Ethereum's average block time is around 13 seconds. Now from my personal experience, and I'm sure anyone who has traded Ethereum-based coins before know how killer those gas fees are. For those unfamiliar with gas fees, that's essentially a transaction fee for any transactions on the Ethereum blockchain. And lately, I've seen these fees range anywhere from $20 up to $1,000 per transaction. They are ridiculous right now. But on Pulse Chain's testnet, I've dug and played around for a bit and found that the average price per transaction is only $0.08. Cents. Eight. That's it. With new blocks on the chain being created every three seconds, this makes the transactions almost instantaneous. In my experience, sending, swapping my Ethereum has taken me anywhere from 30 seconds to up to two hours for just one transaction. Pulse Chain is solving some major issues that are in the current Ethereum's network, building me the confidence that this project will get massive adoption right away which will pump Pulse's price quickly over the first two years. Next goal is to remove pollution. By replacing proof-of-work miners with proof-of-stake validators, Pulse Chain doesn't burn any energy making it environmentally friendly. Now, I'm sure most of you have heard how ridiculous amount of energy needed to mint new Bitcoin and Ethereum is. If you're not, it currently costs about $7,000 to $11,000 in energy just to mine one new Bitcoin. In relation to Bitcoin's entire network, it currently uses 80 to 90 terawatt hours annually. Now, I wasn't too sure how much that was when I first read it, but doing a little more research, that is more than the entire nation of Finland consumes in an entire year. As an environmentally friendly network though, PulseChain will be sustainable for the life of the project. As well, as an improved game theory, Pulse has zero inflation and validators will only earn fees and 25% of those fees are burnt to reduce the circulating supply. So with a constantly decreasing supply of Pulse coins, this will help drive the value through basic economics as demand growing for the coin through new adoption and use over time, the supply slowly decreases, overall raising its value. Next goal, empower Pulse Chain holders. Pulse Chain's native token, PLS, can be staked and delegated to validators that reward the delegators with the largest percentage fees. Now to clarify this, Pulse is not going to give the massive returns like Hex does for staking. There will be 33 validators in the system that holders based off of who is willing to put the most money up for validation. Richard Hart has mentioned that there is one contract in the works already where you can delegate some coins if you would like to get a percentage from all fees collected. The current way validators will earn returns will be from the transaction fees. As currently stated from the above box, they will receive 75% of the transaction while 25% will be burned. Now, let's drop down to the nomenclature. For those aren't that aren't familiar with the word, I had to even look this up. 
It's really just a fancy way of saying how they choose the names for this. So, anything locked on the Ethereum network bridge to the Pulse network will be known as P-anything. For example, P-Ethereum. For Ethereum that's locked on Ethereum, bridged to the Pulse network. Hex is known as E-Hex, short for Hex on the Ethereum network, while Hex on Pulse Chain's network is called P-Hex. Next, we'll be taking a look at the interoperability bridging. Ethereum can be traded on the Pulse network and Pulse can be traded on the Ethereum network. Bridging can also be done to other smart contract capable networks. So Ethereum on Pulse Chain. You can send Ethereum to the Pulse Bridge contract on Ethereum, which locks it and issues you P-Ethereum on Pulse Chain at a 1-1 ratio. Pulse on Ethereum, you can send Pulse to the ETH Bridge contract on Pulse Chain, which locks it and issues Ethereum Pulse on the Ethereum network in a 1 to 1 ratio. This can also work for ERC20s. So current bridges have been confirmed that developers are working on Uniswap and PancakeSwap. Seeing that they state it will also work for ERC20s, let's hop over and take a look at a list of ERC20 tokens so you know if you're going to be getting the Snapshot 101 version and if your coins can be traded on the new network. So right off the bat, we see some big names, BNB, Hex, Tether, USDC, Binance Coin, Uniswap, Chainlink, Wrapped Bitcoin, Wrapped Filecoin, VeChain, Tron, Theta, and Dai Stablecoin. The list goes on and on. So I'll put a link in the description so you can check out all the coins yourself and see if any of yours will be applicable for this trading. Thousands of ERC20 tokens on Pulse Chain can trade on Pulse Chain's Uniswap and similar at launch, since Ethereum state is included. Now, for those who are not familiar with Uniswap, it's a very easy system that allows you to connect your wallet to the platform, and then you swap your tokens for other pairs that are in their network. So there will be an ePulse to Ethereum pair on Uniswap on the Ethereum network and a PETH to Pulse pair on Uniswap on the Pulse chain network. Now there may be an ePulse trading pairs on other smart contract enabled chains. As well, exchanges may list Pulse and any of the thousands of tokens on the Pulse chain network. So this is a pretty basic overview of how trading will work at launch. Once we have some updates from the admins and developers, I'll be the first to share it with you. So we've gone over the goals of Pulse Chain in this project, what we could expect out of it. Now the next big question on everyone's plate is when will it launch? Although we have not received official announcement of Pulse Chain's launch, we can't speculate on an approximation. Pulse Chain has already gone through the, a security audit, economics audit, software audit, and is currently underway in testnet, which is a test run of the server to seek out any bugs or issues while developers examine every potential situation on the server. Testnet launched on September 29th, and the developers have advised that they will conduct at least two months on Testnet. Following Testnet will be snapshot phase, followed by the official launch date. This gives us a best case scenario for a launch in December of this year. Given that the Testnet runs flawlessly, and the developers have solved any outlying bugs prior to launch. If something does come up, software development timelines are the hardest to predict, and there is no telling exactly how long this will take to fix. 
So this is absolutely fine by me. As I expect Pulse Chain security will be top notch and run without any downtime, such as Hex has over the last 680 days since launch. There will be a lot of money tied into Pulse Chain's network, and I can imagine everyone can hold their patience to ensure they are secured for a lifetime of Pulse Chain. As updates come in, I'll begin live streaming and posting new videos immediately to get this information out. So again, don't forget to subscribe and turn those notifications on to ensure you stay ahead of the curve. So next, let's talk about what everyone wants to know. Price prediction within the first 90 days of launch, coming from the OG admins of the group. Now, to give a little background, Hex's price went up the fastest when its liquidity was lowest. Bitcoin's price went up fastest when liquidity was lowest. And Ethereum's price went up fastest when liquidity was the lowest. Now, based on that, and whatever else these admins know that they haven't shared with the rest of us, from his mouth and not mine, they are expecting a 250x on initial investment within the first 90 days. That's incredible. 250 times your investment in 90 days. Now, this is all going to vary on when you buy in and what prices they're really looking at, whether it's an all-time low from shortly after launch. Whatever the market does, if it does go up, does go down, take a dip, and then shoots up, that 250x is a little skeptical and can be played around with, but regardless, it shows huge potential immediately after launching. So, it's worth looking into, even if it falls somewhere even halfway short. Even a 10 of 50x would be incredible. So 250x is shooting for the stars. I hope to hear see it happen. And maybe a, part of that inside scoop from one of Richard's friends, who's a developer, can shine some light on what maybe the admin knows and we don't. So what happened there was in a chat with one of Richard's developer friends, Kalani Mo, he can barely hold back his excitement of news that he knows in regards to a development in Pulse Chain. As it's not his place to spill Richard's exciting news, he does hint that there's a team that has been preparing for Pulse Chain's mainnet launch and should have everything ready immediately at launch. Now, when someone asks Kalani if this team is in the top 100 in the crypto space, he chuckles and you can hear the bullish smile on his face as he says that they own their own sector of crypto and nobody is even close to touching them when it comes to what they do. Who are these people? I don't know. I would love to hear who you guys think and might speculate who they are. Drop a comment on who you think it is. And let me know. There's a lot of fish in this sea. We'll see what happens. Now, thank you everyone for joining me. And I hope I was able to shed some clear light on the absolute massive potential Pulse Chain has and the value of this project. Now don't forget to subscribe and turn those notifications on. If you found this info useful, please hit that like button and leave a comment on how I did and any questions you may have. And don't forget to share this with anyone who may be interested. Thank you and be on the lookout for the next video so you too can become a king of cryptos.